Welcome back. I'm Ian Masters and this is Background Briefing, available 24-7 at backgroundbriefing.org. And joining us now is Rob Ryman, who is the founder and president of the Nexus Institute, which brings together the world's foremost intellectuals, artists and politicians to think and talk about humanist questions that really matter. The Nexus Institute has become one of Europe's most prestigious organizations to inspire public intellectual debate. He's the author of the best-selling book, Nobility of Spirit, A Forgotten Ideal, and To Fight Against This Age, which is about the rise of fascism and how to combat it. And back in 2010, Rob warned then that Gert Wilders is the prototype of contemporary fascism. Welcome to Background Briefing, Rob Ryman. Oh, hi. It's a great pleasure to be with you, uh, Ian. Well, thanks for joining us, Rob. And you uh, warned back in 2010 about Gert Wilders, often referred to as the Dutch Trump. He has a similar hairstyle. Of course, his hair's dyed peroxide blonde but there's much more to him. So let's just give me a portrait of the man that came ahead in the recent Dutch elections. Well, again, I, I wrote my essay on the eternal return of fascism because of uh, Willis and because of at that time, uh, the then prime minister, he's still our prime minister, uh, Rutte, gave the red carpet and, um, and made him part of the coalition. When that happened, I thought, okay, we're, we're dealing with return of fascism because Mr. Wilders, we can call Trump uh, the American Wilders, uh, because Wilders was ahead of him, is the incarnation of contemporary fascism, because he has he has all the characteristics. You know, what is fascism? I mean, fascism is fundamentally the politicization of the resentment of the mass man. When you're dealing with a society which is which is no longer a real democracy, but because it's a mass democracy, and it's a mass democracy because the spirit of democracy disappeared, like already Walt Whitman wrote about in his Democratic uh, Vistas, when, when, when the society is no longer guided by spiritual or moral values, but is in the grip of fear and greed. And uh, and then with the demagogue coming along to exploit the resentment and the fear of people, and he uses the politics of lies and the politics of hatred with the scapegoats, etc., etc., etc. Well, no, that's that's what you get. And the real problem is, Albert Camus and Thomas Mann, independent of each other, in 1947 made the same warning: don't make the mistake. The war is over, but fascism will not disappear as long as you're dealing with the kind of society as we are having now. And then Camus, at the end of uh, his great novel La Paix, says, well, it can take 70 years, but at the very end of it, you know, the, 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 the it will come back. And that's happening, you know, well, you have seen it in America. You still see it in America. We've seen it in Hungary. We see it in Italy. We see it in the Netherlands. Next in line will probably be Germany. And in 2027, when uh, President Macron has to resign, quite easily Le Pen can take um, can take over. So it's it's a Western phenomenon again. Well, it's certainly emerging here in the United States because Trump is now becoming more and more openly fascist and he's preparing for a new regime, one of retribution and punishment. And on even on day one now, he's expected to invoke the Insurrection Act and round up his enemies. So we're not immune from what's happening in Europe here in the United States. No, I think it's very important for all the listeners to understand that fascism is a kind of cancer in the society, in the body of a society, at the very moment that such a society is no longer taking care for its own 
moral and spiritual values. But when it's only about, about this, this, this fear and this greed, and let's face it, you know, which is which is a form which which re- also relates to our economic model, which relates to the fact that we have reduced our education to only what's good for the economy and good for the state. When 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 education is completely focused on utilitarian issues, then you get into uh, trouble. You also get into trouble when the whole when the whole thing is getting politicized. All the phenomena which we have seen in the twenties and the thirties here in Europe are now getting uh, back. And basically, you know, the whole society is uh, complicit uh, with this. Uh, this is not coming out of uh, the blue. When you're dealing with, and 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 it manifests itself when you're dealing with, with big uh, economic crisis or social crisis as we are having uh, here now. And yes, I mean, the, the, those people, the fascists, they are full of resentment themselves. They are very, very aggressive. And I will never forget when I published The Fight Against This Age in America in 2018. The New York Times uh, originally asked me to write a po- op-ed about the book. And I wrote an op-ed. And I, with arguments, I said, well, you know, you, you be aware that with Trump, you are dealing with the classic contemporary fascists, as we are having here in Europe with uh, Wilders, Le Pen, and so on, so on, so on. And they didn't want to publish my op-ed. So I thought, well, maybe I did something wrong. Or, so I, I wrote something else, but with the same argument. Trump is the class. They didn't want to publish it. So I asked, I mean, what's your problem? Well, the answers were very enlightening for me. First of all, well, it's against our business model. Okay, the business model. We have to keep access to the White House. We cannot see these things. And probably some of our readers will, will be upset. Then, then, But the more principal argument was, mm, you know, and, and he's not Hitler. I said, well, you know, but I'm I'm talking about fascism. I mean, it's of course he's not uh, Hitler. Fascism is the world of Mussolini and 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 Franco and Fidela and you know a whole 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 list of people. And then they say, well, but for us, you know, based on the movies we have seen, uh, uh, fascist is Hitler. I said, well, what about reading books and a little bit of history instead of looking at the movies? Mm. But the the final argument was, but Trump is not violent. I said, when it's in the language, you can wait for it. You can wait for it. Well, you saw that a couple of years uh, uh, later, it's now uh, becoming uh, obvious. But again, the same thing uh, here. You know, this whole fascist movement, at the end, it will lead to to all kinds of civil war. That's what we will uh, get. And then the question is, you know, why is it that we not have been able to stop this much long uh, ago? You know, why is it that we kept on this track that's only about the economy, that's all about uh, self-interest, and that's also on the side of the left of a kind of, you know, you know, self-rightness and a kind of, you know, super moral behavior that everybody has to become vegan or something like that. That's also not very helpful. Sure. But this doesn't happen in a vacuum. The the rise of fascism, even if it's if it, if it's there, you know, lingering in the in the political DNA of, of most countries. Nevertheless, what's happened in this Dutch election, uh, where Wilders Freedom Party, the PVV, came out ahead with thirty seven yep. seats, um, yep. they campaigned on the on the issue of immigration. And the head of the VVD, Dylan Yisil Gods, yeah. uh, she comes from Turkey, of course. So she was very much a. They got twenty-four seats, and they were the ruling party prior to this election. They haven't formed a coalition, and nobody's formed a coalition yet. But let's address the issue of immigration. In other words, there are a lot of people in the Netherlands who voted for for Wilders because they think that the foreigners are getting preferential treatment 
compared to the, the local people. And there's a resentment yeah, well, there. And that's what Trump is doing here, too. So Ian, it's, it's all based on a big, big lie. And of, again, you know, if you want to if you don't want to understand what the politics of fascists are, it's always the politics of lies. It's always the politics of resentment. It's always the politics of hatred. What are the facts? The facts here in the Netherlands are... Well, first of all, you know, the, the the political stupidity within the political class. Let's go back a little bit in history. When Bill Clinton, Tony Blair, and here Wim Kok and, uh, and uh, the next political leader started to embrace the third wave. The third wave was giving up in social democracy that the purpose of a social democracy is to elevate people and therefore it's to educate them and it's to give them uh, access to the world of culture. They introduced basically the whole world of neoliberalism and it was by, based on the fact, well, we can also make you rich. Well, if that's the case, people are not stupid. Well, again, let's go, let's go to the original uh, party and let's go to the conservatives or in your country, the Republicans, because they really know what it is to make us rich. So social democracy disappeared in Europe. Now, we had the same thing with uh, immigration. First of all, most of the immigration in the Netherlands is based on labor people coming from Hungary, Poland, uh, uh, Czechoslovakia, Bulgaria, etc., etc., at the request of the business class to do cheap labor for them. That's 85% of the immigration. Then 10% of the immigration are the international students because those people are uh, needed at the universities because for the university, it's a kind of business model for them. What is what is that the lie that the conservatives of Rutte presented to the uh, country? It was based on the fact that there is a law that when the parents are here, the children can come as well, so that the children from Africa or Syria, basically Syria, could come here as well. And they use that fact that, you know, when those children are coming, uh, immigration will explode, we will lose our culture, etc., etc., etc. So they, and so the coalition collapsed on the fact that a week before, Stoltenberg said, you know, probably I will uh, resign as Secretary General uh, mid-2024. Uh, and, and and Rutte thought, OK, I have to prepare myself for that job. So, OK, let's go. And then what is that uh, this 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 new leader of uh, the Conservative said? Well, you know, I'll, I'll take this whole thing of immigration. Because, of course, I think that if we also start talking about immigration as the big danger for uh, our Dutch uh, uh, culture, we will have more votes. And again, the people aren't stupid. If that's the issue, let's go to the original. And the original are, of course, the fascists of uh, Wilders. So, I mean, it, it is this kind of, you know, a corruption and, and political stupidity which made it possible for Wilders to say, okay, well, you know, uh, here I am, here I come. And, you know, shamefully, 25% of the Dutch people, 25% of the Dutch people, which is a st still an extremely rich country, was, 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 was accepting uh, uh, the lie. And now the consequences will be enormous. I mean, on the on the hit list of Ian, Bo Ian Mar of, sorry, of of Wilders is that uh, no subsidies anymore for culture or uh, um, any any form of the arts. That we should get out of the uh, EU. I mean, it's it's insane. But well, you know, history told us that that tells us that that the insanity can become politics, and then we'll get things as you probably will get when when Trump is there again. Well, you have the example of Brexit, though, to follow, which has been a catastrophe for the United Kingdom. And by the way, in 2009, the UK banned Wilders from entering the country. So he's going, he wants the exit, uh, which is to leave, leave the EU. 
stop foreign aid, ban foreign students, um, and and of course stop aid to Ukraine, which puts him in in bed with Orbán and uh, yeah, and he's Slovakia. also he's, he's a supporter of Putin. He's a supporter of Putin. But look, there are many terrible things going on in this world. We see it in America. We've seen it with Netanyahu before these terrible things happened, but he was also on the track, uh, you know, to to, to move uh, Israel out of uh, the world of uh, uh, democracies. The thing is, those people are supported by massive amounts of people, right? I mean, even if Wilders would disappear, or even that within a coalition, because fortunately we have a kind of coalition model, so he, he cannot go to the complete extreme Yet, the fact is that those people who voted for him, the anger, the fear, the resentment of those people are there. And the question is how to address those issues, how to address those issues. Now, you do not address those issues by telling people that everybody should become vegan and and and, and only drink sparkling water or something like that, right? We ha- you have to deal with this. You have to... You have to Educate people and stop this nonsense that the, all education should focus nowadays on science, technology, economic, and math- mathematics, which is the main uh, best-selling point of the so-called universities. It was already Nietzsche, again, who 150 years ago said to the students in Basel, I said, I pity all of you because the school of civilization is over. Your education will be reduced to what's good for the economy and what's good for the state. And you'll be happy with it because the only thing you're interested in is making a lot of money. 150 years ago, he couldn't be more right already then, and now it became more right. So the 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 if if and and look at the American publishing world. I mean, what they are doing. So there is a whole complex. I mean, but I want to make the point. I want to make about American publishing. They stopped being real publishers. Listen, and 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 or American television. The the so the, 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 there is a whole complex in our society which drives those people into their own lies and stupidities. And that's the core thing what we have to uh, uh, address. Just a political class, they will not be able to solve this thing. Media, education, all of that. Well, media, though, that, that is what's made the most profound difference here in the United, in the United States has been uh, the emergence of Fox News and, and other far-right uh, platforms. So you have people living inside a, a bubble of delusion and they're impervious mm-hmm. to facts and information. When you say the answer is to educate people, well, you can't educate people who are, are basically siloed off in their own bubble, which is what uh, Fox has done. And it's been very Yes, effective. but you see, the, 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 a long time ago, uh, one of the great, 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 greatest philosophers we have had, Baruch Spinoza, here in the Netherlands, wrote you know, his books in which he basically outlined what, 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 what the fundamental premises is to have a vibrant democracy. That, and what is a democracy? A democracy is where a variety of people with a variety of backgrounds and a variety of faiths or non-faiths or whatsoever can live together in freedom and dignity. And therefore, that you have a government who protects everything what is vulnerable. You 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 protect elderly people. You protect the planet. You pro- protect the sick people. You pro- you protect children. That's what you have to do, and that only can work in a democracy, which means that everybody feels a responsibility and a commitment to participate in the democracy. And according to Spinoza, and he couldn't be more right, or 
much later, Thomas Mann, when he came to America and started to talk about the coming victory of democracy, you have to educate them, you have to elevate them, you you have to 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 cultivate the spirit of uh, democracy. And if you don't cultivate the critical mind, if if everything also on the top levels of a society is based on how much dollars you can make, the celebrity cult, etc., 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 that's the beginning of uh, uh, the end. And, um, well, social media is not helpful. Fox News is not uh, helpful. But look, I mean, we, we know these things. I'm, I'm convinced that if you, if you, if you get your, your education right, starting with, you know, primary education, then high school, then college, and you, you, you reintroduce a book culture, then you have a very good start in recultivating uh, the mind of the people and with it, cultivating the spirit of democracy. Well, Rob Ryman, I thank you for joining us. And uh, just in closing, of course, Wilders has not been able to pull together a coalition. It'll take some time. The Conservative uh, Party that was ruling party that just came in second or third, I guess, third. They, don't, they, don't, they don't want to form a coalition. Uh, not the, yet. The new not social, yet. Co- <laughs> the new social contract party, they had 20 seats. The Farmers Party, which lost a lot of seats, has seven. So just in closing, in a, f- a very brief moment, is there a possibility that that Wilders won't be able to form a coalition? The possibility is always there, but the possibility is very, very uh, small. What the Conservatives did, they did the same thing. When we had the party of Pim Fortuyn who was killed, they did the same trick. The, the, the reason why eventually they will get into it, first of all, the left has no chance to, to form a coalition. If the Conservatives now would go for on the left, they will lose, lose even more uh, votes. And the, the problem for Wilders is he has no people to, 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 to form a government. Because all he, he didn't expect this, and he's it's he's the only member of that uh, party. So if he wants to form a government, um, then probably he has to be and the prime minister, and the minister of defence, and the minister of education, and the minister of foreign affairs, as he's as he's ruling his own uh, party. So mm-hmm. it it will be it will be a very complex thing, but. I fear that at the end of the day, because the people have spoken, uh, Wilders will have his coalition. And then, look, you know, very well possible that it will collapse uh, sometime uh, next year, but that will not have taken out the root of the problem. Right. I thank you for joining us, uh, Rob. I appreciate it. Well, uh, I'm I'm grateful that I could could make a few points about what's going on uh, here in the Netherlands. Well, again, I've been speaking with Rob Ryman, who's the founder and president of the Nexus Institute, which brings together the world's foremost intellectuals, artists and politicians to think and talk about humanist questions that really matter. The Nexus Institute has become one of Europe's most prestigious organizations to inspire public intellectual debate. He's the author of the best-selling books, Nobility of Spirit, A Forgotten Ideal, and To Fight Against This Age, about the rise of fascism and how to combat it. And he warned back in 2010 that Gert Wilders is the prototype of contemporary fascism.